This is the Visions and Tones podcast with Dr. T. Hey, family of the Visions and Tones podcast, welcome to 2024. And I got great news for you. The Visions and Tones is coming back. Welcome to season three. Not really much, you know, of changes in this uh, season, but we are still going to be more intentional in terms of our engagement, in terms of our research, in terms of the way we will sort of construct, deconstruct, critically, you know, discuss things, subjectively unpack things. You know, same as the previous year, uh, we should still anticipate a lot of international guests on the show. Haven't really got much more of a clue as to where we're casting our nets this time around, but it's going to be fun. Uh, I really needed to sort of buckle up. But one of the things that I've been sort of more excited about in this year and wanting to do more focusedly is having, you know, sort of a furthered layer of, you know, a robust engagement with my guests. More con- conversations as opposed to just, you know, Q&As and so on and so forth, which probably some of the guests would prefer Q&As, you know. But having more of engagement, same as you sort of heard uh, in the previous conversation, last episode of season two uh, on the Mastermind Alliance, uh, this is sort of the future that I sort of want to have. And hopefully I'll get that. But at the same time, I want to sort of make my guests more, you know, comfortable with their styles of engagement, whatever they want, and so on and so forth. So a certain approach that I sort of want to also take for this season is to ensure that I engage also a little bit more on conversations which might be a little bit sensitive, not with the intent to sort of, you know, cause any emotional harm. Uh, I don't want to lose friends or try to get cancelled or whatever that is, if it's still working. But point is to say, I think there's been certain conversations that people kind of looked over. So for instance, things that I needed to sort of anticipate in season three, first topic is mainly about, it, ha- it is closely related to church trauma, but not necessarily church trauma. So it is on religion, particularly Christianity. I think if we've, if we've really been greatly observant, we'd sort of attest to the fact that just a couple of years or it could be months prior to the global pandemic, a lot of mega churches found themselves in a lot of scandals. Now, I'm not going to try to sort of dive deep into the scandals, but leading towards even now, post the pandemic, there's still more scandals coming out of the church. 
But what really gets to me is, you know, encountering conversations that almost aims at gaslighting the congregation. And sometimes I'm asking myself whether should congregants really be blamed for scandals happening in church? Sometimes I'm thinking maybe they should because there's a certain level of defending the theology that to some extent also enables certain behaviors from the shepherds being the pastors or the leaders of the churches in a way that I feel like perhaps if there was a little bit of resistance but the resistance that is sort of rooted in the theology at the same place or at the same time then certain behaviors certain scandals probably could have been you know carved so to say now at the same time I say maybe they shouldn't really be blamed because sometimes when one gets onto you know into a certain trap certain things starts you know very slowly it's same way as maybe sin for instance the concept sin sometimes it doesn't start as a big thing but it starts really slow and then with time it grows it germinates then before you realize it if there is no certain level of accountability then you find that you're totally stuck trapped in a hard place so perhaps maybe that's the case that sometimes the congregants has a tendency uh congregation has a tendency of you know just being blind even when they enter into the space of spirituality to the sense to this to, to the point that they could actually be sort of zombified but i don't want to use the word zombified same way as you know the word cult in the way that it's been used probably we will sort of also have a conversation about cult later on in, in the space but i think the idea of blaming or gaslighting the congregation for me it's something that i've i've come to the point where i cannot put up with it it is not the sheep that has to look after the shepherd it is the shepherd who's called to look after the sheep and we need to sort of be able to have robust conversations about that. And I've got friends of mine who are in the ministry that I would love to sort of have conversations with them. You know, we can agree here and there, disagree here and there. The point is not to destroy each other, but the point is to point each other towards a direction which we both perhaps believe it's the right direction. So another thing that I want to sort of look at as a second theme that you should anticipate, it's something to do with, you know, living or staying single, especially among the black middle class. And there's a great professor in the United States. I'm not sure whether I should say this or I'm shooting myself in the food because the deal is not sealed officially. Uh, but she wrote a book titled The Love Jones Cohort. And the book touches a lot of things um, sort of, at the same time, you know, um, challenges a lot of misconstrued ideas about singlehood. But at the same time, I want to sort of respect the work of the professor in a sense that in the wake of, 
you know, or the rise of extreme left-wing populism, whatever you call it, there's been a lot of people who sort of, and part of them are in the scholarship, by the way, they criticize any kind of work that tends to promote an unpopular view and classify it as another kind of a Marxist kind of a thought, even though that is not the case. So I want to really invite the professor to come so we speak a little bit about, you know, living single um, in the black middle class and also looking at why the status or why the statistics of uh, singlehood is sort of growing within the black middle class and whether that has anything to do with, you know, uh, populism has anything to do with the attack over the church, attack over the family structure, uh, whether that has anything to do also with sexual liberation, the growth of the use of, you know, sex toys, your dildos, your flashlights or whatever dolls that some of y'all have in your closet, you know? So I'd love to sort of touch base a little bit on that and um, also engage further because, oh, one more thing that I think I love about the book is to basically point out to people to not see singlehood as, a, as inherently a negative status. And the fact that sometimes people think living alone means one is single, even though that is not necessarily the case. So there's many other topics that I'm sort of willing to sort of explore, talk a little bit more about child protection, um, here and there, uh, the death of the scholarship, the way in which, you know, neoliberal agenda has taken place into, you know, the higher education and what that means for uh, certain spaces, particularly the global south, uh, that meaning the developing countries. Um, and hopefully talk even a little bit more about homeschooling because the formal education system along with the neoliberal structure sort of tends to pose certain kinds of threads that have, you know, especially in the context of child protection. And we'll touch base a little bit on that, um, uh, looking at, you know, gender reassignments, looking at um, uh, puberty blockers and what that means within the frame of ethics and child protection. And at the same time, within the frames of politics or a state wants to please or appease um, the voters, so to say. So buckle up. Um, looking forward to really tackle some of those issues. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know what my thoughts going to be when we get there. But I know we're going to get a good fun. Thank you for choosing the Visions and Tones. I'm Dr. Tony Nyundu and I'm a sociologist. And we're going to have a hard bone to chew. See you soon. This is the Visions and Tones podcast with Dr. T.